It's episode 20 of Life's a Garden. Welcome back to Life's a Garden. Today's guest is a meme god. He is an anime fan. He is a gamer. He's a 100% certified nerd. And he's also my brother. So please welcome to the show, Landon Morris. Well, hello everybody. How's it going? Uh, I suppose the best way to start this off would be... Happy birthday! Hey, thank you. Yes, it is uh, It is my birthday. Yep. The time of recording this, yes. Um... 20. Yeah, uh, 21. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Yep. It's a big one. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. I don't really think I'm going to do a whole lot because of COVID, but like... Well, we went last night and we did an escape room. That was fun. That, that was, was fun. It was more fun than I, I thought it was going to be, than I anticipated for sure. I agree. I was not... I thought the second we walked in that room, I was like, oh, this is... Like, it didn't seem as cool as... I expected it because yeah. I've seen escape rooms on like TV where and there's stuff. like murders and like there's like cool stuff like that. There was a medieval one we could have done, but I think it was sold out and at the other one. Well, I just I don't know the the way it was set up. It just looked so basic and stuff. It didn't really look yeah, but it, it was clever the way they they did everything. Yeah, and then we, so we got in there and I was expecting just with the group that we had that we weren't gonna make a lot of progress right off the bat. <laughs> and uh, literally not even 10 seconds in that room, uh, two of the people found a clue. And it was on the... Co- or, yeah, I can't I can't say, but... Right. Uh, but, no, yeah, it was, just, it was just right there, and they found it. And I was actually surprised. We got through that a lot faster. How many I... people did we have? Like, seven? Eight? Seven. Yeah? It's an eight-person group, so we had almost the max. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was... I thought it was cool how, like, everybody kind of contributed something. Everybody... It seemed like at least everybody at one point did something yeah they they like had their like enigma yeah and there was a there was at least a one point in every night where somebody like made me go damn yeah that was good like i didn't think of that so i think it was like we needed that many you thought it we'd do better with less people i think if it was just me you i think we could have gotten that done no i'm just kidding um i'm trying to think i'd want to get like the brightest minds that i know I, I, well, the whole time we were in there, I was thinking, like, what would somebody like like Sherlock Holmes do in this situation? Because right. I was thinking, like, would like would they struggle with something like this more than an actual real, like, murder because everything's staged? You know what I mean? Right. There's not real clues. There's not, like, they don't have to, like, it's all, like, oh, well, if I... It's very, like... Riddle. Yeah. It's very riddle-oriented. Yeah. There was a lot of times we were like, oh, what about the clock? The clock says this. And you're like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense in this, but, like, right. yeah. So it's just like we... You're, you, you're used to seeing the riddle games. You already kind of know, okay, we got to yeah solve this riddle, solve that, you know. Nobody actually died, but, yeah. It was yeah. fun, though. It was. It was and we time. played some games and did all that, and then you had a long day today. Yeah, yep. It, me <laughs> and my little one have the same birthday, um, and we were expecting five, six people to show up, and, well, what would you say there was, like... Easily 30 people. Easily 30, yeah. Plus a lot of kids, which a ton was of kids, fun. Which was fun. 
I mean, I had a good time. Oh no, it was part. good. Like it, it just seemed it was hectic and chaotic. Yeah, in a good way, but also in like a you know, this is a small house and there's a lot of people in it. But also, we watched that fight. Yes, what'd you think of that? I so I'm not a huge like MMA person. I don't. I usually will only watch the fights with you. I liked it. I like I told you. I I felt a lot less angry walking away from this fight than I did the McGregor Khabib fight. Well, yeah, but I think you know McGregor more than I do Geishi. Yes, that is true. I do. I but it it wasn't necessarily. I could have looking at both of these fights from like a perspective that I don't know either of them. Mm-hmm. I would have respected the fight between Geishi and Khabib more so. Well, it didn't end in such that's a what craziness I mean. Yeah, too, but I mean, I thought Geishi. He definitely didn't perform like I thought he would. But credit that to Khabib for for performing extremely well. That guy's an animal. He, he he came out and performed exactly how we yeah, should. By the end of the fight, I don't even think there was like any damage on Khabib. Right. I I don't think I saw like there was some leg hits and Geishi did get uh, some really solid hits in, but nothing that yeah. Yep. And I, I'll give it to Gaethje for being really you know classy in the end. Mm-hmm. He said a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. He went up to him at the end. Khabib was you know obviously visibly Hurting. emotional, yeah. emotional after the game or after the fight. I thought it was crazy that he retired. That was a big thing. Yeah. So Khabib, Khabib retired, uh, twenty nine and zero. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's really the end? Mm-hmm. I kind of do too. I think it is. I don't think it's like because he's. Because, like, when Connor, and I'll correct me if I'm wrong on this, but anytime Connor said that he's going to retire, it's he's not. He's always come back. He's always come back. But Connor and Khabib are very different people. Like, I feel like Khabib was just doing it because his dad was like, he even said, he's like, this is my dad's dream. Like, I don't care. I have money now, and, like, yeah, I can go do whatever I want. Well, he kind of made an empire in Dazakhstan for, for, for the fight game. Yeah. So he's kind of, I mean, he could run a, a camp and still make money doing fighting and stuff. I don't think he cares about the money. I really don't think he cares. I don't think he does either, really. But, yeah, he's a different kind of creature. I think he's... I do think when he says he's done, he's done. Unless, you know, something popped up later down the road that he just felt like he couldn't refuse. Yeah. He's got family members that fight still, too. He's yeah, his a, cousin fought today, didn't he? No, he was gonna, but I think he got hurt or something. Mm. So he got held out. But... In fact, you know what? I bet he was going to fight that. Remember we saw that interview? That, with that guy that guy? was going to make his debut fight. I bet that's who he was going to fight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think what that guy said is he didn't make weight. But I'm not sure. When we were listening, he was like, yeah, I came down here to no, fight. he made weight. Did he? That guy. They were saying how he went through training camp, made weight, and then couldn't fight. Like, he came down and, mm, mm-hmm. and then the fight just didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know his story, but... Uh, some other good fights too, though, like the Whitaker fight. Whitaker fight, I think that was the best fight of the night. I agree. I wish that fight would have gone five rounds. I, I really do. I haven't looked yet, but I, I would venture to guess that that was probably the performance of the night. So now, were they? What they were in the same division as Connor, or not Connor, as Khabib and Geishi, or no. no? Those are middleweights. Okay, so they they fight guys like Israel Adesanya, Paulo Costa. Gotcha. Those are the top guys in that. So, who do you think is going to go for the, the the belt that's just up in the air now? It's hard. They could. I mean, they they have the um, they have uh, Poirier and 
Connor fighting. Apparently, it's not official yet, but that's talked about being coming up in January. They could slap the belt into that title, or into that, you know. Yeah. Or they could wait and let it be Gaethje versus Ferguson two. I think that is more of like a. Or they could do like you know, Connor versus. It could be Connor versus Poirier and Gaethje versus Ferguson, and the winner of. And whoever, you know, wins out of those fights, mm-hmm. those two fight each other for the title. I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. Because those are clearly the top guys. Yeah. I think... It's so crazy because, like, every time I see Khabib, and every time, like, I watch him go up to fight, I look at what he's up against, and I'm like, no way Khabib's gonna beat this guy. He's so small. Well, it's a lightweight. It, but... but, yeah, but, st- like... He, because he doesn't look like anything special. He doesn't have big muscles. He doesn't have like a, like a built like he's not built. But there's just something about him that's just like he's clearly stronger than he looks. Yeah, he's, he's got that torque. Yeah, he's just he's ready to kill all the time. So, I mean, yeah, I guess congrats to Khabib. I didn't like like I said I wasn't rooting for him today just because I like I like Geishi, but I can respect his his twenty nine and zero. Oh yeah, I mean it's a big deal. And the fact that he got, you know, he retired on his own terms, and mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was expecting it because they were talking a lot about like his father's dream was for him to go thirty and zero, mm-hmm. and I think he just doesn't want to. I mean, without his dad in his corner, I, I can see why he doesn't want to do it. But yeah, because I, I can see how it's like. I mean, I've never like fought per se, but if I had somebody there with me my entire life like when like the fighting went against me to not have that person be like dude like you got this like 30 and 0 that's you right. to not have that but then going up against somebody like Geishi probably took a lot more out of him than people think yeah I mean cause like when you saw Geishi when he went to his corner like those guys are animals like they don't like to listen to anyone else besides their coach mm-hmm. and like yeah yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. I'm sure he thought a lot about it. It wasn't mm-hmm. something he just decided spur the moment. So yeah, he he definitely thought about it. So you know, yeah, congrats to Khabib, and he definitely put a legacy in the UFC. Yeah, I mean, undefeated. That's very very rare. How about that guy that went down in 18 seconds? Oh yeah, what when, which one was that? I don't even remember his name. That was one it of was the first his fights. it was his debut fight debut yeah. fight on a main card. And he lost in 18 seconds. Yeah, he went down hard. That was a rough one. But there was a few of those, huh? Like the... Uh, there was another quick one, too, wasn't there? The Walt Harris one went two rounds. Mm-hmm. Walt Harris went two rounds. The The girls one, I feel like, lasted that went forever. Full, I think that went the full... I think distance. it went to decision, didn't it? I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I think she submitted her. Yep, because she wanted to get her first uh, submission in the, like, what was it, Submission Capital of the World or something like that? I have no idea. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember now. I think she submitted her, though. Yeah, she apparently thinks she's the best fighter in the end. Er, not. In the flyweights? Yeah. No. No, she said, she didn't say in her divisions, she said in all of MMA. Okay. She is one of the most technical fighters. No way. Think, I didn't even. I don't even know who she is. I can I name either. five chick fighters that are better than her. But. You think Khabib should come out of retirement? I mean, that's the confidence you need to have, though. You think what? I said you think Khabib should come out of retirement and put that to the test? Yeah. <laughs> come back and drag. I think it is, like, the mentality that you need to have, but, like, 
maybe not because Khabib doesn't think that way. Khabib comes in and he's he know, like, he thinks you know. I think all fighters have to believe they're the greatest. He he definitely yeah. has that chip on his shoulder where he's confident in himself and what he does. I don't think he, anything less than that for him, but yeah, I don't know. Um, what else? What else is going on? Football tomorrow. Yeah, who plays tomorrow? A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about how your fantasy team sucks. Uh, my fantasy team is the best team in our league. Um, no, I have a wonderful team. I have the number one quarterback, the number one running team. back. It's pr- it's terrific. We're gonna it's do tremendous. we're gonna do great. It's gonna be huge. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You know what? I don't understand. You don't have a bad team. I just I'm just kidding. No, yeah. I know you don't. You don't even have though I beat you, but it's, yeah, I'm whatever. Saying, yeah. Three people out. Three people out. But no, what I was gonna say is uh, kind of going back to like the busy day. You know what I don't understand? Like so, like I, I watch a lot of YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And every YouTube video I click on, there are unskippable ads. We've all oh, seen God. those ads. We've all seen them. Okay. And today I was at my daughter's birthday party. And somebody came up to me, and we were just talking, and they just brought up political stuff. I just we're getting drowned in it. Yeah, like like it's uh, yeah. I don't understand. And then, freaking, what's been irritating me more than the ads actually is all the these, mail, the texts. Yeah, I keep getting texts, and I keep getting calls. I block them every single time, and then they just use a different burner number. Yeah. and I'm just like. Leave me alone. I just I'm ready for the election to be over just so I can stop getting that. Yeah, I I just don't know how I how like because like growing up like I would see him on TV and be like oh okay he has another one of these. Right. But like I didn't I don't remember getting mail. I don't remember getting calls. Like I don't. I guess I'm not. I haven't been. Well, I think they're just getting more and more aggressive about it. I've never gotten like calls and texts like I have until until this year, but. It's just, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. So, just a few, we just gotta hang on a few more weeks. Did you hear about, um, speaking of a few more weeks and the election, did you hear about people that think that after the election's over, no matter who wins, that it's gonna be like doomsday? Yeah, I've heard different There's a ton of people thinking about, like, like, actively, like, collecting supplies and stuff like that. It's like Y2K. That happens all the time. Oh, I know. But like... People load up on guns and stuff because they're afraid the guns are going to get taken away. I mean, it's fair for people to think that in a, you know, in this time where it's like it's already been a crazy year. Yeah. And it's like with all the riots and stuff going on, it wouldn't be surprising if Trump won and then everyone just lost their minds and then started rioting like, oh my god, no, we can't have four more years. Or even if, like, if Biden won, and I think I think no matter who wins, there will be repercussions. Like, I don't care, personally. Like, oh, we're I fucked mean, either way, because yeah. we, we're... It's like... I thought we were fucked last year. Or not you, last year, last Basically, election. it's like, what do you want to kill yourself with? A butter knife or... You know, yeah, or a plastic knife, because either way, it's gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's like, do you want to have somebody who can't formulate sentence, like 
talk normally being your president or somebody who talks too much being a president. You know what I mean? Like we're these are not the 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 two finest individuals to run this place. No, but I mean it usually isn't, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But we'll see what happens whatever. I mean, I think ultimately in the end nothing's I mean, nothing's going to change. Uh, everybody thought it was going to be the end of the world when Trump, Trump got, got elected. elected the first time. And guess what? We made it four years. Here we are. Like, people just try and over-dramatize everything. And yes, some things change, but not really that much. Not, not much. I mean, realistically speaking, the only change that I visually have been affected by when a president has come into office or seen somebody be affected by is when Obama came in. What do you mean? With, like, Obamacare and stuff like that? Yeah, I got affected by that because I kept getting fucking all my money taken away. Yeah, that's the only... And I I mean, I liked Obama. No, I did too. I voted for him. But that's what I mean. Like, there's times when, like, I can vote for somebody and have such a positive outlook, and then sometimes they'll just kind of fuck you over. And then other times, they'll just sit in there and won't do anything for four years. Well, it's like, the Obamacare thing, I... I like the idea of it, but the, the... uh, the money and the cash well, flow of it. The um, what's it called? The penalty mm-hmm. is what was ridiculous, and that's what screwed me up for so many yep. years. So that was stupid. I was not a fan of that, but I mean, other you know, I don't know. In the end, you don't really see much change. No, we no. we would see a lot of change, like depending on like what they do with like the Supreme Court, and that like, would be insanely huge. Yeah, that's when you would start seeing shit kind of change but i don't know we'll see i'm not worried about it i'm not either everybody's stressing out about it i think i truly do believe no matter what whether trump wins or biden wins once the election's over you're gonna see covid stuff it's not necessarily the numbers are gonna go down i don't think the virus it's just gonna disappear but they're gonna stop they're going to slowly stop talking about it. I think they're going to stop talking about it, but the effect that COVID will have on our country is drastically oh, going our, to be too late. determined by who gets elected. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Because like, one of two things is going to happen. Trump is going to get elected, and we're either going to see that COVID is very real when he's like, nobody needs to wear a mask, I don't care, like, get rid of it, you know what I mean? Mm Because that's kind of the approach he's having now, he doesn't want to wear a mask or anything like that. And then everyone's going to get sick, and it's going to be a real issue, or he's going to be like, nobody wears a mask, forget about it, like, it's over, and then it's just going to go away. Right. Well, I don't know. The biggest thing, it's so... I I literally think a lot of you know i think about it and there's times i'm like well maybe i'll vote for trump oh maybe i'll vote for biden like just and it's not it has nothing to it never has anything to do with like direct policy it has everything to do with like social policy yep like what's gonna happen to the society Mm -hmm. with these presidents and and it's like i could you know i can see if if trump gets in everybody just it's another four years of everybody bitching and complaining and and just like wreaking havoc to make him like look bad the worst but yeah make or the opposite biden gets in and you know he starts implementing all these different social like laws that 
infringe on rights and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Like, but or maybe none of that happens. Yeah, you know, there's always if ands or buts of everything. Maybe none of that happens if either of them get in. Who knows? All I know is, you know, nobody's ever going to be happy. Yeah. You can't make everybody happy. Look at remember when Obama was president? Everyone's like, "Oh man, that was such a peaceful time." No, the the right bitched about it all the time. Yeah, they like, literally Yeah, but I mean, towards the end of it though, I do think Obama was more well-liked by his second term oh, for sure. than Trump was. But the thing is that you that people forget is the media are the ones that radiate that mm-hmm. are constantly radiating yep. the emotion of of what everybody's like hearing and seeing and stuff. So when everybody think about it, Obama was president and everybody thought, Oh, this is peacetime. Well, it was just constant. Like the, the media was constantly giving praise and talking about how great he was and all this stuff. So of course everyone felt like, Oh, Mm -hmm. peaceful. You know? And then opposite with Trump, it's obvious. Everyone's, you know, all the media is just like shitting on him and Oh, he's such a bad guy. He's a racist. He's a this, he's a that, you know? So like I talked about this, in a couple episodes ago about how positivity radiates positivity mm-hmm. 100% true when when you project positivity into the ether you're going to receive yeah. positivity back quite the opposite as well you project negativity into the ether you're going to receive negativity back and that's exactly mm-hmm. what's been happening and yeah. it shows that the media has a big huge power in how you know we and that's kind of what that's literally what being a president is is it's like you don't go in thinking, I'm going to change the country. You go in thinking, I'm about to be the biggest celebrity in America. Pretty much. That's what it's turned into. It yeah. never used to be that way. No. It used to be. And, like, I mean, yeah, and I don't want to make the... I mean, we don't need to make this whole thing about politics, but... Well, it's hard when the election's literally yeah. around the corner. I think the hardest part about politics isn't the media, and it's not who we have running. It's the demographic that we have voting. Because... Yeah. Like, there are certain people, and they're, I mean, they're in my life, they're in everybody's life, whether you're a conservative or a liberal, however you classify yourself, talking about politics has never been more difficult than in our day and age. <laughs> everybody's very close-minded. Yeah. Even, like, the, like, the, what, what is, what are people, the woke? The woke. The woke. Even the woke are, like, I won't see you on that. And it's, like, your whole job is to see, like, my point of view, and then tell me how you feel you know what i mean like right that's why i identify myself as an independent because i mm -hmm. feel like unless you are in the middle and you can see both sides or you can reflect you know you can Mm -hmm. listen to both sides you can like take in information on both sides and make a an opinion for yourself Mm -hmm. that's the only way you know because if you're on one side or the other you're so close-minded and so stuck in your ways that you're not willing to you know yeah, we're gonna listen and make sit change. down to the table with the other person. Yeah, that's all the politics is. You're supposed to sit down and be like, "Hey, this shit's not working. How do we fix it?" Yeah, but instead they're like, "Hey, it's not working," and they're like, "Well, it's your fault. It's not working." And right. It's all are, it's all blame game. They're yeah. just pointing fingers and. But then nobody wants to own up to it. I could be like, "It's conservatives' problems why we have this and this and this." And the conservatives would instead of just being like, "Okay, yeah, maybe you're right." They're like, "Well, actually, no, it's your fault yeah. because of this and this and this." It's just a big pissing war, and everyone's pointing fingers, and nobody's willing to sit down and compromise or yeah. agree. Well, even, like, like political ads. Like, you don't see any political ads of people of themselves that are like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is what he wants to do. Vote how you want to vote. If I saw somebody who made a political ad like that, they would have my vote instantly. And the majority of political ads aren't necessary. They're not even, like... 
always attacking policy. It's like he lived in China for fifteen years, yeah. and you're like, okay. It's like, oh yeah. So what, how, how does this affect his policies? It doesn't. They don't like directly tell you. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like he voted against this or this, but it's like it's never. Or I think the majority of political ads are like they might as well have been like. And he got a divorce. Yeah. They should just be like, you ever heard of China? Yeah, he has. <laughs> and yeah. just like, yeah. He took a course on China 14 years ago. Yeah, he took it in his first year of high school. He learned how to speak Chinese. So should you. Or that's what he's he going to make you do that. Yeah. Because he's trying to bring China over here and turn us. In. I feel like that's another big thing. Like people don't even like, like realistically in my mind, I don't give a shit about China. Well, it's like, like it's, it's funny how like you can tell every election cycle what the hot topics are. Yeah. Because think about it, healthcare is the hot topic. Why COVID? Mm-hmm. You know, China is a hot topic right now. Why? Because COVID. COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. That's all the talking points are these, these small things, and it's all based around what's happening now. But it's all bullshit. Like, <laughs> like, and I, all, and you know what's funny? How many how many years do we hear? You know, I I'll stand up for veterans. How many fucking years are we going to stand up for veterans and nothing happens? Yeah, how many years are you going to... Yeah, like, how long does it take you to fucking stand? You'd, you'd, yeah. yeah, yeah. Standing up for veterans every year. Well, how come they're still... Fucked, you know? Yeah. They're st- Figure yeah. it out. Anyway. Politics aside. Yeah, politics aside. Now that we got that out of the way. So. I... I try... Okay, one thing I gotta say about you. You need to start answering your phone. Or responding to text. Because, hang on. I... I'm very particular about what... Now that I've made a schedule for the podcast, like I have everything planned out, mm-hmm. you know how I am. Yeah. So if things don't necessarily always go according to schedule, I get a little antsy. <laughs> yeah. And, I'll, and I can... You know, I was ready. I was prepared to possibly do it without you because mm-hmm. you didn't give me a straight answer until two days ago. <laughs> yeah, it's and very so last minute. I was prepared to have a whole show without you. Most of it was going to be me shitting on you <laughs> for flaking out. <laughs> so because I did, in fact, prepare. For yeah, that. I just prepared just a full blown roast. I mean, that's just it. Yeah, it's your birthday. And you know, in a lot of you circuits, made this, and I didn't eat this this feast. Yeah, for you in 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 most circuits, roasting is considered a sign of respect, yeah, and they the typically do form. it for birthdays. Yeah. So let me take this opportunity. He doesn't actually care that I'm on this podcast. He was going to do this with or without me here. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but no. I mean, I really don't even know where to start with that. But, um. We can start with the fact that, I mean, it's really not going to be a roast. I'm just kidding. Um, Here I am waiting for my dreams in life to be shit. No, I was. I'm not really. I I do. I do want to have a roast one of these times. I thought about that too. I thought about that too. Um, I like watching those roasts, but yeah, I don't really. I don't actually have anything prepared as far as that would go right now. But I will say, because me and Asia talked about like childhood stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was stuff we could actually reflect on together because we kind of grew up, like, around the same age. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, on the other hand, I want to point out and let everyone know what an absolute horror you were. I was a complete dickhead when I was a kid. Now, let let me 
back that up by saying, I'm sorry. For me being a dickhead. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry to everyone that no, I was no, no. a dickhead. I'm backing it up by saying, I'm sorry for... Being an even bigger dickhead. The brutal dickhead. <laughs> person I could have been at those times from from time to time. Oh, I don't remember. I, I do. When And there are times I reflect. I'm, I'm dead serious. I do mean this. I reflect on things I did and said as, you know, when you were growing up. And I thought, to, I think to myself, damn, that was pretty fucking harsh. And I feel really bad for that. Granted, you turned out. All yeah, right. I, I didn't turn out to be like a school shooter or anything, so I think you did so far, than, so yeah, good, yeah. So far, we're doing good. But I'm just saying, let's put it on the table. I do, in fact, apologize for my uh, rather rash behavior, mostly. And it, and you know what? I I actually don't apologize for kicking your ass as much as I did because I think that's I hear that a lot with yeah. Brothers. I mean, that's a sibling thing. I do, however, feel really, really bad. About the name. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I'm serious. Like that. I I think about it and I'm like, damn. Like because I look at I I seriously look at like situations with other kids and like what they call their brother and sister. Landon was a portly fella. Yeah, I was fat. Or Let's, a rather portly fella. Yeah, I I was fat. I had hair down to my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I had a Looked voice. Like a butch lesbian. Yes. Yep. I was just about to say. I remember. Uh, I got one of my first haircuts, in a in a long time. It took me a lot for me to cut my hair, and th- the amount of backlash that I got from you and Eric. If you guys have has oh, Eric for- been on the <laughs> podcast? Yeah, uh, for all of you who have heard Eric, uh, him and Eric relentlessly shit on my dreams. I feel like this is like when you like were growing up, and if you're like mean to a kid in like fourth grade, <laughs> this is like right. going back. You ever like have that where you're just really mean to kids? Yeah, like I don't, I didn't. There was some kids I felt like I was meaner to, but I don't think I was ever really like the bully that would like consistently pick on people. Do you remember when? You. Do you remember when? Uh, what was his name? Was his name Brighton? In the back or what? No, he he used to be my friend at Golden Meadows when we lived over there. Breton. And he walked up to me and he's like, hey, guess what? Today's my birthday. And I was like, cool. Like, I just didn't care. That shit resonates with Really? Me. That wasn't bad. I feel like that kid... Oh, I, I saw him recently. Really? Yeah, he works at the, uh, you know, where Pickle Barrel is? Yeah. In the gas station at, like, the end of the street. He yeah. works there. Is and he I, like? He's normal. He has a, he has a big metal tat. Like like, is he looks like a? Did he remember you? He didn't at first. I because uh, I've changed a lot. He basically looks like the same in fourth grade, but he grew to be six feet tall. So I was like, "Hey, did you used to live in Golden Meadows?" And I'm pretty sure he's like, "Yeah, still do." And I was like, "Do you remember me?" And he's like, "Holy shit, are you Landon?" One to hear him cuss, and two to formulate a, a well thought out sentence. Well, he seemed like he had issues. He, he does like, not. He's a yeah. Well, I just mean like he seemed like he might have been like a little autistic or something. Yes, he did seem like that when he was a kid. So I felt bad, like because he cried a lot. I don't know. It was just because he got his feelings hurt. So I felt like I just felt bad for the kid a lot. 
Yeah. I'm glad to know that he's like. Yeah, that he's still alive. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> and that he's normal. <laughs> That's always yeah. But yeah, I remember that. Um, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, you can. I could see where you might have been a bully. Yeah. A little bit, but that's I. I think that probably was a reflection of how you were being treated. Yeah, you were like the. You were like you know I was that kid in the after school specials, and you were the dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, and like I feel fairly bad about it. Like I think about it's it okay. from time to time, and I'm like, um, I don't know. Cause, like I said, I like I said, I see like like you said those after school specials, and I'm like, God damn that that. Why does he got to call that kid that? You know, I'm the guy that's like, I hate bullies, but yet I was one. And yeah. I think maybe that's why I hate it, because I hate seeing myself in that. I don't know. Whatever it was, I apologize. I feel really bad about it. Shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it at all. It's going to be huge. No, I, I look back a lot of times on, like, when I was younger, and just, like, we used to... I used to know this kid, and it was me... And a couple other of my friends at Ponderosa, and there was this one kid named Mikey, and that kid did nothing wrong. He was a he was a good looking kid. He had some friends. He was kind of new, but he was quiet. We relentlessly shit on this kid, relentlessly did, and like I don't even know why I did it. I've never met that kid. I like seen him again, and those are the kind of things that like used to like keep me up at night. Where I was like, God, why did it? No, I just kind of just like nah. Fuck him. Right. Know? Well, I feel like... I mean, even with, like, Kyle, you know? You... Yeah, if there's one person you should apologize, well, it's probably Kyle. I don't... Like, yeah, okay, I think we, we shit on him, and we went a little bit further than places But he also have. didn't I, take I it well. I do want to say Eric was way more ruthless about it than I was. And granted, the difference between that was me... You know, we were friends... So we chalked it up to that being the excuse. Granted, there, like I said, there were times we went a little too far. But, you know, we still were friends. And we still remained friends. We had, you know, moments where we weren't mean to each other. I don't know. I, do no, think- I don't think I can remember a single time you weren't mean to Kyle. <laughs> yeah, we definitely threw him through the ringer a little bit. So, you're right. I probably should... Yeah. I mean, he didn't. But I mean, that's just kind of what I feel like. That's just what it is to be male and to be close with somebody. You're not wrong. Like me and like my group of friends, I think bust each other's balls harder. But than... there's a difference between just like it's like I call it ball busting. Yeah. But like, if I were to say that to a normal human being that doesn't know me, well, sure, I would probably 100% get my ass kicked. Right. Well, and I've seen how like you you've seen how me and my friends, you and your friends, we all interact. There's a difference between like light jabs and like and even like burns than like straight up, you know, just being so savage to somebody who's your friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. there is quite a difference. Yeah. You know there's a line when you cross it. Yeah, but sometimes it's just I don't know. I I don't take any personal offense. Well, me neither. You got to have thick skin. Yeah, I like like gr- like looking back and like thinking about it. Like, there's not like, I don't. I can't like recall a memory in my head where I'm like, oh, yeah. Like there was not like still though. Yeah. There's another name that pops into my head, but I won't say it on air. Who? For you. What like who I was mean to? No, a nickname. Oh, <laughs> I won't say it though because it's yeah, like, it's it'll. It's yeah. It's a little. little I thought about it. I was gonna, but I'll reserve it. I'll tell you what it was after. <laughs> you might. You might. Yeah, know I'll it. probably remember it. Oh, you will. 
<laughs> that name is engraved in my brain for the rest. Oh. I couldn't hear what you said. Oh. Oh. What was that? Car alarm. Is it my car? I don't think so. Don't Where'd you park? So. Right in front of your house. Yeah, we would have heard it better. Um. But yeah, that. I just wanted to put that out there. I here I was gonna roast you, and now I'm just apologizing. And now you're just looking like an actual bitch. But rather than that, how about this? Rather okay. than apologize, okay, I apologize. Rather than roast you, let me say this. First off, thank God you found marijuana. Yeah. Yep. For for several reasons. One, I think it definitely helped you lose weight mm. in ways. Maybe accounting for other things. Too. I think other things probably played into that. Sure. But mostly chilled you out. Yeah. Yep. From the rage and and the Yeah, honestly, if if any if any parents are listening to this, if you have a child ages two and up, just make them smoke weed and they will mellow out. That is a land and approved message. How about rather than that, <laughs> don't put them on fucking Ritalin. Yeah. Or Risperdal or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no, honestly, I think probably one of the biggest turning points in my life is when I is when I started smoking weed. Because out of, like, things that I did as far as, like, drink alcohol or dabble in other practices um, of getting high, uh, marijuana was the last, like, thing that yeah. I had tried. And... I don't know. Like, to me, there's nothing that makes my body feel better. And I don't mean that in, like, a, oh, man, it feels so good. But, like, in, like, a sense of, like, this is going to make me sound kind of crazy, but, like, voices in my head, like, slow down. You know, like, that inner monologue? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. the, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. The stress. I, yeah, when I smoke, it's just, like, hey. Everything kind of calms down. Do this and this, and then relax for three hours, and then you're not high anymore, and go back to being stressed. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, and obviously, I was not a proponent nope. of that stuff for a long time. You didn't even drink until like what? what no, I'm saying I'm I'm yeah, no, I'm not talking about myself necessarily. I'm not talking like I was upset to find out that you were involved in Yeah, when did you habits. find out I started smoking weed? Mm, probably later. Cuz I think I smoked weed. It probably it was later like when you were like 17, 18. Really? Kind of or when I really like knew. Yeah. I probably had a feeling, but I don't know. Dude, I remember one time it was after you and Asia moved out, and I so I pretty much always used to smoke in my like in my room. Okay. Like it was always pretty much there was always like, like a bong or a pipe or something that had weed in it and was rolling. Well, you know I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I remember one time, we we had to go somewhere. I think it was like a holiday or something like that, and like I had alcohol everywhere in my room, and I was in the middle of like smoking, and all of a sudden I just hear and my curtain rips open and it's you in Asia and my room is just smoky smoky and I am not prepared to go anywhere and I was just like fuck you don't hmm. remember that? no but I do remember finding a bong and being like what the fuck is this? and sending you a picture of it and I was like the fuck's this? and you're like that's somebody else's I did I do remember that but whatever I mean in the end I don't really care but back then I did isn't it so weird to think about, like... I still don't approve of the alcohol. 
I think that's something. I I sincerely don't think anybody should drink uh, like until eighteen. Yeah, but like, I think alcohol has a has a different effect on you. I think in the way that I drink alcohol, yes, I am lucky that I don't have cirrhosis. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, it's not even that. I just think in the developmental, like, you're. It's not even the developmental year. It's it's the years where you're trying to find yourself. And if you throw alcohol into that, it can really fuck you up. Oh, no, I absolutely agree. And I I mean, I'm really lucky that when I was going through high school, I had friends that I did because we were all, I mean, we're all in high school. We're all down to get fucked up. We're all down sure. to drink. And like it would get it got to a point where like certain beverages like Gatorades and water bottles and stuff like that would have been filled with alcohol. Right. And consumed on a daily basis, and like I had friends that were like, "Homie, like save this shit for the weekend." Like, right? Like, See, can't... I just think when you mix those, you know, because you're going through certain emotions, like when you're young. I think you th- you feel things differently when you're younger, mm-hmm. and you're going oh, through yeah. things, trying to find yourself and stuff like that. And then when you add alcohol to that, it doesn't. It it just mixes things all up. Yeah, because you're so like emotional when yes. you're when you're like particularly like 15 16 I still think from I think from the ages of 15 to the ages of 22 you're still trying to find yourself oh, trying yeah. to figure out who you are really. I probably won't find myself in time like 50 I'm just saying like that's late. that's kind of in that range so it's like when yeah. you mix things in there even even weed even weed yeah like it can it can throw your drive off you. a lot and like that's I mean my since I've started like smoking weed is like a daily thing like, I mean, I don't think I smoke nearly as much weed as, like, someone who, like, Joe Rogan does. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Those motherfuckers smoke a lot on that podcast. Let's say more like Joey Diaz, who, who smokes a lot. Yeah. I don't smoke as much as Joey Diaz, per se, but I do know that I do smoke a lot of weed. And my motives and what I want out of life drastically changed when I started smoking weed. And it's not like... In your case, I would say it benefited you. Yeah, like, I'm not, like, lazy. I think you... I don't know that you would have ended up in a better place had you not. Uh, I probably honestly wouldn't... If I would have started smoking weed more so, like, regularly, before I dropped out of high school, I don't think I would have dropped out of high school if I was smoking weed. Possible. Because if I would have just... If I could have just gone to school high every day and then just zone people out i would have because like that's what got me through like being more social and like talking to people is because like i can slow down and be like what are you talking about and then like actually talk to people and then it wasn't after i left high school that i started smoking daily for sure well okay actually that's a good i'm glad you brought that up because do you remember my reaction to you Dropping out? Yeah, I don't think I told you until, like... Like, what? I don't think I told you until, like, a year or so after I dropped out. No, it wasn't. It was at least a month. I knew the year you did. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't easy to keep it from me. Everybody at work knew. Yeah, uh, fucking Mark. snitched on you. Mark snitched on you. Yeah, he was, Mark. Yeah, and he walked... Okay, I'll tell tell that story. Okay. Uh, I remember... <laughs> we were bartending. Yep. Yeah, so, Mark is... 
he was one of my ex-girlfriends like mom's friends or whatnot mm-hmm. so in the time of me working there we had a lot of common ground and we talked a lot me and mark got along wonderfully mark smoked a ton of weed every time i went to a party i would tell mark and it was kind of just an unspoken rule whatever like crazy stories i told him didn't get back to you just because like you know he was like he's your brother i understand i'm not gonna tell him that you're like drinking and having sex and like doing this and i told brandon i dropped out and then brandon told mark and then mark told you and i remember later that night i was like who the fuck told dakota like i was pissed because i was like i wanted to tell you but i didn't i couldn't find a good time to tell you and i was like i walked up to gage and i was like was it fucking you i just walked up to brandon and by the end of the night mark came down and he like flipped the chair around and sat on it like with the back facing him and he's like are you mad at me i was like what do you mean and he's like it was me and i wanted to be so mad but at that point i was so burnt out yeah so like the weed (laughs) the weed (laughs) (laughs) now granted at the time i don't necessarily not feel like i did like i i reacted the wrong way let's say it i I feel like everybody reacted very tamely when I dropped out. Nobody, like... I was pretty upset. Now, I don't think I reacted poor... Like, in the wrong way, but maybe didn't react in the right way necessarily to... Um, granted, I, let me say this, I'm still not exactly pleased about it. Yeah, but, no, I don't think anybody is. But, looking back at the education system and looking back at what the education system is now, what it's become, mm-hmm. college especially don't necessarily think you made the wrong decision yeah i mean like i because like the way i view school is it's very 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 much so it's like politics it's very social to yeah get ahead there's of a social sc- aspect to it that's necessary yep uh, you do you know how many things i learned in school that i use to this day goddamn near nothing yeah, the only time i use that knowledge is when i go to trivia nights yeah well the only things i really the best things i learned are like my typing class and obviously like some literature stuff like yeah learning how to read obviously but like things in high school things you've already know like reading and writing and you know how to spell and grammar and things like that those are important but but they don't need to be driven in for 19 years right. of your life i've learned how to type better and read better just from my daily life not yeah. from being forced to and i'm not i'm not, not telling anybody listening to this hey drop out because like right. getting a diploma does open doors for you doors that and if i didn't drop out honest to god my life would be 100 percent different my life 100 percent would not be what it is today for the better or the worse I don't know. Say. Yeah, it's tough I to mean, say. I mean, the job... Okay, let me put it this way. The job I have currently doesn't require a degree, and I make really fucking good money. I make more... I probably make as much, if not more money, than teachers. I thought you were going to say than doctors for no, a second. No, no, like, than like teachers, because teachers up. get paid shit anyway, though. Like, that's a problem in itself. Yeah. But... I I make, I make good money. Mm-hmm. Don't need a degree to do what I do. And it's, you know... Most trades pay really good money yeah the problem with school is they don't teach you real stuff Mm -mm. they don't teach you stuff like how to file your taxes how to buy a home how to how to they should teach you they're like 
basic mechanics, like how to jump start your car, how mm-hmm. to change a tire, those should be ba- like that should be a required class. And like government should be yeah. a year long, yeah. not just the semester or yeah, quarter. Yeah. That should be a year long required class, if not two years. Well, and like like in my mind too it's always funny because like and when i was in high school i was a very very big advocate for this but i think self-education is some of the most important education you can do yes because it's not necessarily like it will be the most perfect way to do something but it is a way that you will remember how to do it it is something that you will know what to do from personal experience i think if i were to take somebody who didn't go to like the school that they were like for the trade or for the whatever career they were going to but just wanted to do it if i were to like let's say lawyers okay if i were to put a lawyer up against somebody who went to like law school and like took the bar exam against somebody who hasn't i would almost be willing to put i would put money on the person that wants to be a lawyer and has studied for it in their free time because they want it that yeah they want it and it's it's stuff that's important to them they're not retaining this knowledge to pass a grade Mm -hmm. like i think those people are a lot more knowledgeable about that aspect than somebody who's like constantly just grinding doing it as as a a job yeah yeah i agree i think i mean i definitely don't get me wrong i think education itself is very necessary you should educate yourself you should be educated on certain things but the problem is the problem I have, at least, is with the way the education system is currently, the way they operate. That's not right. I mean, I just think the, the way the current education system is, is failing people. Yeah, I agree. And I th- But I, like I said, I don't think education is wrong. I think you should be educated. You should mm-hmm. educate yourself. Like you said, self-education. Yeah. Educate yourself every day. Or, like, I just think that there should be, like... And don't get me started on college. Yeah. College yeah. is basically it's just, a mind-warping unit. Yeah, you just throw... And, like, the thing is, too, like, this is no advocation for uh, Charlie Kirk or Ben Shapiro or any of those guys, but when I see someone like Charlie Kirk going to a, a mainly left-wing school mm-hmm. where everybody is studying political science... And to go up in a conversation with somebody like that and not have a single fucking clue as to what they're talking about genuinely concerns me as to why people are going to college. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think college offers benefits. I think mm-hmm. there's things that it is supposed to offer that maybe it's strewn away from for sure. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's become this mechanism of like social it's just a flex a college degree is nothing more than a essentially yeah i i mean now if you're going to be like a doctor doctor or a you know chemist or a bioengineer sure i would much rather have you have a degree than not have a degree but to cut hair it just seems like the yeah i know right it seems like the majority of students are only there to basically get an education in social economics. Yeah, something which, that just it's, doesn't fucking, like... And by that, I mean, like, they're being socially... In, in the social aspect of things, they're being... not I don't want to say brainwashed, but being manipulated. They're being, like, fed certain things and becoming, like, a social machine. Yeah. I could absolutely see that, especially with what we were talking about with, like, the media contributing and stuff like that. Like, 
Yeah. College is a big contributor to Oh, absolutely. To social It's it's the perfect place for it. It's the perfect place for it. If I were to be if I were to be a politician, where I would be like concerning my votes right now would be in college campuses. It would be with those people that are in especially after COVID, after it got rid of a lot of people, like a, a certain demographic that a certain party would go with more that you know like now's never been a better time to attack call well like attack colleges with political mm. not just attack colleges but yeah. with political agendas but I, what but at the same time it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with like the woke society is you can attack them with whatever kind of propaganda facts Opinions, what it doesn't matter if it doesn't fit their agenda, it doesn't fit anywhere. It's a majority emotion based, yeah, not thought and fact based. Yeah, uh, I think it also going back contributes to, like I said before, people wanting to find themselves. People, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, it strikes a lot of younger people that demographic of 18 to 22, 23, 24. You know, these are the people who are still trying to find themselves and they want somewhere to fit in. And if you don't comply with what, you know, is the group mentality in a college setting, mm-hmm. then you're, you're out. You're outed. Yeah, and, and, you... and you don't want that. You want to fit in. So everybody kind of just becomes this this mechanism in that unit. And it's so funny, too, because in college, realistically speaking, nobody gives a fuck about who you are. Like... Right. It's not like high school. You don't hang out in, like, cliques in the hallway. You don't fit in, like... It's literally, like, you go to school with a bunch of adults and nobody cares about your existence. But the second their opinion differs from yours, fuck this person. Mm -hmm. And, like, the second my opinion were to differ from you, I would be like, fuck you. And I think that's a big problem in today's world is the... the, which, Which would be people think that they are ideas rather than being individuals they think that their personality traits their the person that they are is just their ideals and their yeah you know political stances or mm-hmm. their social stances they think that's who they are mm-hmm. they're not like individuals it's not like oh well like and like they're defined by their ideals yeah which it just doesn't like it just doesn't make sense to me, like as a whole. I, I don't think that's a big problem in general. Yeah, people just being defined by their ideals. Whether and you could say, you know, typically because of college, it's liberal, but that happens to conservative people too. There's plenty of, you know, <coughs> far. <coughs> Thank you. There's plenty of far right wingers that you know are closed minded as well, and you know, yeah, are are. are just like almost contractually obligated to their ideals and have no flex. Yeah, and it, I just don't understand that. I don't understand living a life where you can't question things. Yeah, like when I was younger, as most young people are, I was very religious—not religious mm. in a sense that I pray. Well, yeah, we we did go to like church mm. and we did pray and everything. And I remember I used to pray before I go to sleep. It's very informal. It wasn't like that. It was kind of, you ever do that where yeah. you like lay up and you're just like, "Hey God, mm-hmm. it's me, it's your boy." Um, so like I I used to do that a lot, and I mean I'm not saying that this was the most positive form of questioning everything, but like I just couldn't imagine being like 
religious and never questioning anything about religion right does that like i don't and like usually like the people that like the people that are so dead set on their political views are the exact same way about their religious or just life views they're just i almost feel as if having such stern political and having such stern religious views is almost like a crutch for the weak they just don't have like a strong enough understanding of themselves and like reality around them and it scares them well and people don't like to be told that things aren't what they want it to be yeah people like people don't like to be confronted with facts people don't like to be confronted with facts that go against that contradict them. Yeah. yeah agreed mm-hmm. people don't like to be you know disagreed with yeah it's just yeah i think uh yeah no you're right yeah i just like yeah just a really feeble understanding of just where they are and who where everyone else is i think you should question everything Mm -hmm. i think everything that can be questioned should be questioned yeah why not and why not why shouldn't everything be you know up for you know up for conversation Mm mm-hmm I, I absolutely agree. Like, and I think one of the biggest examples of things not being up for conversation is all like a lot of race movements and like BLM and stuff like that. I understand not wanting to negotiate, like not negotiate or like talk about these things, but at the same time, I don't understand it at all. Like people feel like they don't need to prove their movement. And I understand that because they've been wanting to do this for a long time and have been trying to do it for a long time but you can't have a movement without justification not saying the justification isn't there but they don't want to talk about like does that make sense right i know what you mean like and i'm not saying like people that are like actually like in the movement i'm talking about third party people that heavily 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 support this movement and have nothing to do with it does that make sense like they post about it and they're like this and this and then you're like but why do you think that way and they're like what do you mean why do i think that way and you're like well why does this follow under like what you believe and they're like are you a racist and you're like no is there virtue signaling yes you're talking about people who aren't with who aren't necessarily you know they don't align with that cause whether it's blm or whether it's yeah yeah whatever it's just it's yeah they don't align with that cause based on who they are or what they do yeah but they but they they still you know stand by it even though they wholeheartedly with blind faith now correct me if i'm wrong but would you agree with the statement being the majority or okay let me put it this way nobody virtue signals harder than young white women yep yep and i why i can't i don't know here's here's my idea as to why and this isn't me like shitting on anyone or like and by that i don't mean all yeah no absolutely not i i agree i do think but here's why i think and this is going to be a hot button. Sure, kinda, I don't, that's. But here's my thing. I think when you look at feminism, and you look at like around World War II in that time, mm. women were very much so heavily oppressed. You, 
you come home, you cook, you clean, and my martini is on the table at five o'clock. Yeah. And if it's not, yeah, exactly. But when World War Two came around, they still were like, you can't, like, you can't fight with us. You don't. And instead of being like, well, let's make but signs women, and protest. But women were forced to work. They because- fucking melted their jewelry down. And they made fucking ammunition out of it. Mm -hmm. That is the most savage shit I've ever heard in my life. Now, you have these these young women that want so desperately, almost so so desperately to be oppressed again, so they can have that like movement and they can have that momentum. But instead, they kind of look around and they're like, relatively things are pretty kosher. I can yell rape. And everyone will believe me. I can bitch about not getting paid enough, and I'll probably get a promotion. But instead, I'm gonna find other issues in this country that have nothing to fucking do with me, and make it my issue, make it my problem to solve. Because they don't. Well, you know, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, 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 yeah. I I kind of saw that in the same way. That's again hot button mm-hmm. with gays. Yeah, gays gained. Like, they won their battle, right? And then they just wanted to keep... They earned the right to... Get married everywhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, it's legal across the land. Mm -hmm. They won their battle. But now it's like, oh, but now we gotta fight for the trans. Now we gotta fight... Like, we still want to fight! Yeah. The fight is not over. And I agree. Like, I don't necessarily know if I... I mean, you're not... You might not be wrong about... You know, with the white women thing, yeah, the virtue and, signaling yeah. aspect of it, you could. I mean, you, you might be onto something there. Like that's going to be very controversial. Yeah, who, they, yeah, yeah. Let's hope but, there's not a comment section. Here's, the thing. In here's this. the thing. Let me just make this the the blanket statement on that thought. It's just a thought. Yeah, I'm not saying I. We're not saying we're not. We're nothing that we're saying here is based around fact. It's just based around, you know, maybe. But and, like, think, you know, just what we were talking about. Think about it. Like, mm-hmm. things should be questions. Things should be... Absolutely. If anybody hears that and is, like, instantly, like, raged and is like, how could you possibly they say that? are absolutely missing the point of this whole podcast here. It's called closed-minded. Yeah. You like, have to be open to thought. And it, it's is it offensive? No. No. It's literally... What's offensive about it? It's literally just somebody looking in at... Because, realistically speaking, they could say the same thing about straight white men they could say like well they don't care because they have it good so why would they fight for any you know what i mean like there's observations to be made all around we could sit here and say that too yeah like why do white men not like fight the cause well maybe it's because they've had it good for so long yeah sure that's not i mean that doesn't necessarily like yeah shine a, a bright light on us yeah but it's a fact that we're questioning yeah it's it's why do and like i don't think people and here's kind of one of my thinkings as to or thoughts as to why what I say in my mind is more true than not. Uh, the the we'll get back to that the conversation, but sure. we'll we'll go into the gays conversation right now because it leads into it. Gay people got the right to get married anywhere. That's an awesome thing. You know, people should be have the right. I agree. But once they got that right. They were like, well, we want to get married here. And the church was like, sorry, that's against our religion. Right. And instead of just being like, we understand, like, are we, you know, like, we get it. They were like, no, shut the church down. Shut this. Like, this isn't, this isn't acceptable. And that's, that's my thing is in history, there's been so many times when we've corrected our mistakes and then overcorrected it. 
and it didn't do anything but shift the balance and it's really interesting to see when you look at like movements like blm or the uh the uh what what was the like uh lgbtq Mm. like that movement is yes there has been oppression and there has been really fucked up things to happen that white people have done black people have done you know like every race is no done. nobody's clean nobody's clean and the thing is is if one race or one group of people like own up to it and they're like hey we're sorry how do we fix this and then oftentimes the response i hear isn't oh well yeah you could do this and this and this it's like fuck you you don't understand you don't get it you you can't see our shoes you can't undo the thousands of years of this and it's like i understand that but like I haven't been around for a thousand years and I'm trying to fix now. Like nobody wants to fix right. now. Everybody just wants to get upset about the past. And that's why Yeah, I think yeah. It's like I wasn't a part of that. Yeah. I wasn't a part of enslaving people. I wasn't like that's not me. Yeah. And you can't you cannot blame me for things that happened that I had no control of. Or like you can't like another thing is is like I hate when people are like like I not well, I shouldn't say hate. But I don't like the argument per se when people are like, like, you don't understand what it's like to be in my shoes because you've never been oppressed in your life. And it's weird to think because like a lot of people don't know like our background and like where we come from and stuff like that. But like our lives weren't kosher. I think a lot of people need to just like, yeah, I agree. Like you need to understand that like it's in my mind, it's not necessarily a race thing. And this could be because of my race that I view it like this. I think when people are looked down upon, it's heavily a money thing. Money has money. What is what drove slavery? Money is what drove like pretty much any political movement ever. And as to why we did the fucked up things we did, money is just how we view people from a social standpoint. Right. I. And I get where you know black people come from as far as you know you don't understand. Like mm-hmm. they're right. Like I don't understand what it's like, you know, to have the cops watch you and like and like they're keeping an eye on you but we do though like no we... but i like i i get it what they're saying like yes. they do get profiled yes yes just for being black mm-hmm. and that's not right mm-hmm. like it's and i understand that completely so i'm not saying anything against that at all but i mean the def like like you said then there's the overcorrection it's like okay well let's take it a step further mm-hmm. Let's go further and further. Whatever. You know, there's no... Nothing's good enough. And then you, like... Nothing's good enough. And, like, the thing is, is, like, if we keep overcorrecting, there's going to be a huge shift in who's on top and who's on bottom kind of thing. Not saying I want to be... Like, I'm not saying I want to be on top or anything like that. I'm just saying I don't want us to regress or digress, digress, digress in, like... Do you mean, like, like, I... I think I know what you're saying. I'm trying to think of how to like. Work. Yeah, it's like. You think okay? Is is it? Are you thinking so? If if um, a minority race, let's not say yeah. any particular, mm-hmm. a minority race becomes the majority race, they're gonna oppress the ones below. Yeah, and I don't care if it was me, if it was another race, or something like that. That's we're fighting to stop oppression and stuff like that but it's quickly becoming not that it's quickly becoming that people aren't fighting against oppression they're fighting to be the ones doing the oppressing i can see that like when 
when was it was it Chaz or Chop? Mm-hmm. When they were around, they were like the pinnacle of like everybody gave them a chance, and I do think that's why like the government didn't shut them down as quickly as they could have because they wanted to one show people if this is what you want, you can have it, and two, they also wanted to be like. Okay, let's see. Like, let's see what. See if this like is this experiment. And it didn't. It absolutely it blew up in their face, which is to be expected. But like, when I see people like that that so badly want this power change in like government and political party and race, they don't want it because they think it's better. They just want it because they think it puts them on top. Not saying that's what any movement is. I'm just saying that's what it seems like. I'm seeing more and more. I personally don't care. If, you know, we became the minority, but I'm with you in the thought and the, and the, and you know, I don't, if, if the balance changed and like, and minor and a minority group became the majority, fine. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, but I'm with you in the, in the, in saying just because a minority group becomes the majority group Mm -hmm. doesn't mean like if, if we're going to abolish, you know, What's it called? Uh, or we, I, I just oppression. Broke. Yeah, if we're gonna abolish oppression, so the the new majority group cannot oppress the the new minority group, mm-hmm. which is is not a po- you know that's a very high possibility that that could happen. Yeah. It's like oh well, you fucking stepped on us all those years. Now it's our. If turn. anything, it's gonna be worse. And I'm not saying that I'm not. I had this conversation with a buddy of mine a while ago, and he says that's really interesting to me. Do you think you're scared because it's something that you think, like, like your race and your people have coming, or do you think it's you're scared because it's unjustifiable? Well, if we're gonna fight for a cause, if if, if they're gonna fight for a cause, then don't be a hypocrite yeah. about it. Yeah, that's yeah. And you have all these white people backing you on your cause. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Like, yeah. I think oppression should be abolished, of course. Yeah. People should not be oppressed. What? I, okay, I agree. I don't think we should oppress certain, like, you know, certain, like, races and certain minorities of people. But people do need to accept the fact that no matter what your color, no matter what your race, no matter who you are, th- life will face a lot of different challenges. Yes, yes, and but yeah, I didn't mean that by like yeah, but we should erase challenges and and hardship and difficulty. And that's... I'm not saying I want to. I'm not saying let's keep a, like oppression around. I'm just saying that like people are aiming for such a politically like i guess like a like a soft princess everything goes how it should go and fit in those places well and everybody should be given a certain you know everybody yeah. should make a certain amount of money communism yeah everybody wants just an ideal perfect life where they make enough money they follow suit they do this and this and life is good and it's just like that literally goes against almost everything that america was founded on like you come here if you're willing to work for who you are then you'll make it Mm -hmm. if you don't want to work for who you are leave that's what america was founded on like if you aren't here to work and you're not here to put like your hands to some fucking wood and build a house you will be homeless Mm. yeah no and now it's like like your manifest destiny yeah like you you can manifest your own destiny yeah i just want to be jordan belford Who's that? 
Uh, the guy from that Wolf of Wall Street's based on. Oh, well, he yeah. flips penny stocks and yeah. Um, that's funny. Man, this has been a really politically heavy podcast. Whatever, man. I mean, it's <laughs> good conversations. I mean, yeah. I think th- I think the overarching, you know, idea there is to at least be open and subject to, yeah, to thoughts and facts and just just open yourself up and be more open-minded That's- i wouldn't even say open yourself up more to facts because like realistically like we said people don't like facts if they're against them right right i think first people need to open their mind to more opinions sure no but that's that's yeah because like because like abortion is a huge thing that people just do not click with. And I understand. I understand it's very, why. It's very much so you're either taking a life or you're not. Like, that's how people view it. There's mm-hmm. no, like, well, there's a gray area. Nobody thinks there's a gray area. It's either there's nothing in there or it's a full tank, you know? like. Yeah. And not saying you need to see eye to eye with somebody on abortion, but that would be a good place to start. Be like, instead of just being like, you're wrong, it's a life, be like, okay, why do you not think it's a life? And then instead of just being like, well, six weeks in this week and just be like, well, it's not a life to me because, like, you don't have, like, motor functions. You don't have this. You don't have this. Or it is a life to me because you you have a soul. Then it becomes a religious thing. And then you open a lot more doors to talk about with that person. Well, then there's the people who, who rely on science that don't, that just completely, you know, shut down anybody who, who has the faith aspect and i'm very guilty of that well sure but it's like i mean even then you still need to be open-minded you still have to be like okay that's why they think that and that's why abortion is such a like it's basically something that's never gonna yeah be solved because i mean people are either gonna feel one way about it or the other and it's like but the problem is people don't understand why the other people feel the way they do yeah and it's like okay you believe this because it's a religious thing. You believe this because you think it's a science thing. But nobody understands the other. Yeah. Nobody like takes the time to understand. That's either well, they're stupid, they're wrong, they're ignorant because of this and this and this. They don't understand. I am I, yeah. There's I, nothing I hate more than somebody who looks at somebody who has a thought or an opinion or an any idea and says they just don't understand. Yeah. Dude, when I was... Sorry, I just want... No, I just yeah. gotta say this, because it's, it's so... Like, it's, I'm just kind of boiling at the seam mm-hmm. thinking about that. If you think you have the answers, if you think anybody, if anybody just thinks they have all the answers, or that they're smarter than somebody, or that they're, you know... Because their ideas... They think their ideas are the fucking... The greatest, the the, the gospel, the yeah. Check yourself because mm-hmm. you're fucking wrong. That's when, like, so when I when I did leave high school, I hung out with a lot of people that were quite older than I did. Like, you know, because I felt as if a lot of those people were the only people that I could have stimulating conversations with, much like we're having right now. Yeah. And it wasn't until I became more of an adult and people knew that I dropped out of high school, that that was thrown in my face. Does that make sense? So when I freshly dropped out of high school and was hanging out with people that had been out of high school for a while and were in college, we would have conversations, and people would 
look at me and be like you don't have like a complete grasp of this but you understand what i'm saying kind of thing they weren't dicks about it okay and then when i got to the point where like i should be graduating and i mean i don't consider myself an idiot i consider myself a decently intelligent human being i don't consider myself the smartest I but i can hold myself i can hold my own I agree. I agree. it wasn't until i got out of high school like would have been out of high school like fresh or senior year that people started using me not going finishing high school against me in arguments so like we have like a friend or an ex-friend that me and you are very very familiar with he thinks he knows everything you have to tell me yeah but air there's um there was so many times where we'd be having really really like in-depth arguments where like it's obviously like at this point it goes beyond like what high school would teach us and more like what you would learn from like reading like books by neil degrasse tyson and like like shit like that that starts going into a little bit more advanced stuff okay and it got to a point where my point was getting proven i was doing a good job holding myself and the whole argument was ended by well if you would have taken physics junior year you would know what i'm talking about so you just obviously don't know anything and like i i hate that when people end conversations with well, I did this. This is why you don't know this. That's why it drives me crazy when people who go to college think they're just the fucking yep. smartest thing that ever hit the earth. Yep. It's like, no, just because you went to college doesn't mean you know shit. Mm-hmm. People, there's people who drop out of high school that fucking are smarter than you. Yeah. Because they leave their minds open and they and they're, they are open to interpretation. You know, they're open to different ideas and they educate themselves yeah you know people educate themselves and and i do think like i said as much your as degree I, doesn't mean yes doesn't mean anything and as much as i i do advocate for self-education the the more like wildfire that the internet becomes it does become harder to self-educate does that make sense no, because I think the internet makes it easier to self-educate. You have the I world's agree. library you in your You do pocket. have the world's library, but think of it this way. If I have a, a thousand books in front of me and 6,000... Or, wait, how many did I say? A thousand books? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I have a thousand books in front of me and 700 of these books are fake encyclopedias and there's 300 real ones. Like... Where the fuck There's a is... lot of fake information. Yes. And I, I do think like people need to be selective about it, but usually the people that are going out of their way to educate themselves know like kind of what to look for. But in school, you don't get that opportunity. You don't get that opportunity to read all 1,000 books of bullshit. You get the opportunity to read... What you're told to read. Yes. You get like 150 of the 300 good books that are there. Another thing too, though... That's why you need to be open to interpret. You need to be open to, you know, other sources. Because if you, you know, if you see something from one angle and you see something from the other angle and they don't exactly line up, you can like kind of figure out. Okay, well, these are yeah. The you're like, how do I bridge this into yeah. the middle ground? You can kind of come up with a conclusion for yourself. Somebody needs to make like a, like a almost like a political cartoon of. It would be somebody and it would be like, Republicans, Democrats, Green Party, Independents, these are the four parties that make... <laughs> and 
like the Avatar: Last Airbender. Oh but yeah, That's, that'd be good. That'd be really funny. Surprise! That might even exist. It might. Oh jeez. Yeah, we really did take a political turn. We right? really did. It's all uh, right, though. Good conversation. Speaking of like to like bridge politicalness in with something else, uh, I've been watching a ton of Korra, Legends of Korra, mm-hmm. like the the sequel to Avatar, and you've gone through and you've rewatched Avatar: The Last Airbender, right? Several times. Have you? Like, I don't think the writers of that show get enough credit for what they did with avatar and what they did with Korra too because like i when when everything was going on with like ice and stuff like that with like like internment camps and stuff like that when you start going back and you start looking at like bossing say and like how like people would like come in from other countries and like they're like well you're in the poverty district and you have to work and like get treated like shit and stuff like like just how relevant all of that still is and even more become like that is such a fucking good show it is but i mean you got to think even back then when they wrote that show there was things like that i know like there was things like that but like it's cool that they did that it's cool that they like like it's a very well it's a very smart show mm -hmm. it's very well thought out and very deep so is cora that's another i haven't seen that one yet so you gotta watch cora i'll watch it not as deep as the original but pretty deep I'll, i'll watch it I've been told. I've been told it's good, so I will. I will check it out. I'm gonna go need- into it with a with an open mind. Yeah, <laughs> I've been needing to have a new show to watch anyway, so that'd be a good one. I have two. I I keep trying to find shows. I keep trying to find spooky shows to watch. I've been watching a lot of horror movies. I've been trying to, but they just. Like, I've just been doing just to yeah try and get the kick. New horror movies sometimes just kind of suck, though. Yeah, it's they're cheesy. But like you think with how far technology's come, we'd be able to have some of the best scary movies ever. Right. See, movies don't scare me. Real life scares me. The real stuff. Like like watching like a dateline or like criminal mm-hmm. you know, like forty eight hour mystery or something like that, or forensic files. That's the shit that gets Dude, me. You know what show you should watch then? What? This is is a plug for you, Netflix. You hear me out there? Uh it's a show called Mind Hunter. Okay. And so it takes place way back when like the term serial killer wasn't even like invented and it talks about this it's a real story you can watch like the actual interviews that they did but it's about two FBI agents and they go through and they just interview killers so in the first the first killer that they interview is Ed Kemper and if you like watch a side-by-side comparison of like what they're doing it's real life and like it really puts a new perspective on that shit for you. Hmm. It's super good. Like, he talks about... Because, do you know who, like... Ed Kemper, like, murdered his... Like, his last victim was, like, his mom. And he, yeah, like... I don't know. Oh, okay. He did a lot of fucked up things to that woman. And as you go through and as you watch it, you're like... I kind of feel bad for Ed Kemper. So I felt during the... When Zac Efron and the Ted Bundy, or was he Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy, yeah. When, in that movie, like, literally, I was like, okay, did Ted Bundy really do this, or was he framed? They did a good job of portraying that story. Those movies get He definitely me. fucking did it. Oh, maybe. Oh, he definitely fucking did it. Mm, I don't know. He's a psychopath. He ran. I would, too, if I was wrongly convicted. Come on, man. 
Okay, look, he, they got him by saying... There's not... He confessed! He confessed to, like, over a hundred murders. Oh, no, no, I think he confessed to, like, 50 murders, but they assume it could be up in the hundreds. Ted Bundy didn't kill nobody. You heard it okay. here first. <laughs> that guy's a fucking psycho. He is. And he's in the grave now, so... Yeah. So is Wilfred Brindley. I, oh, uh, sorry, that's really random, but I was telling my friends about how I used to come into the Olive Garden here all the time, and how you've met him. I've never met him. Oh, I thought you did. No. I've met Frank Borman, which yeah, is pretty fucking awesome. That's even cooler than meeting, well... Yeah, it's a lot cooler than meeting fucking Wilfred Brimley. Are you kidding me? For you, for everybody who doesn't know who Wilfred Brimley is, he's the... the Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's who Wilfred Brimley is. Um... Frank, on the other hand, has been on the moon? To, no, around. He was the first man to orbit the moon. Yes. He he was the captain of the first trip to orbit the moon and come back. Yeah. And you're going to try and compare him to... to Wilfred Brimley. Wilfred Brimley. Yes. Wilfred Brimley who has done has, nothing remotely... He has made... W- Many a moves for people with diabetes. Don't care. Didn't go <laughs> okay, to the moon. <laughs> but speaking of the moon, because we're back on politics. Okay? Oh, now we're okay. Can you have you ever heard the reason as to why NASA says they haven't gone back to the moon? On from 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 what I've read, and maybe I'm misunderstanding. I did drop out of high school. Um, they said the reason they haven't gone back to the moon is because they lost the technology to do it. Okay, so... Have you heard about that? Yeah, and I've heard two explanations as to why. Okay. I'm interested, because I haven't heard any explanations. Now, don't quote me on this, because I don't know for a fact. You don't work for NASA, I'm not asking for the... But what is your opinion? Now, if that's the explanation you heard was that they lost the technology... Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck, I, I actually don't remember now. It was either like... I, I honestly don't remember. I don't... I, I can't... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna misquote myself. And yeah, and that's try, fair. But there, I have heard explanations as to why. I mean, they're trying to get us to fucking Mars now, dude. Yeah, but that's not NASA. That's Elon Musk. My boy. Yeah. I like that boy. Elon's cool. I do like him. He kind of creeps me out, and I can almost guarantee you within the next five, ten years, we're going to find out something real crazy about him. Really? Yeah. Like he was made in a lab? Like something. Like, I was convinced for a really long time that this is... Like he's an android or something? Well, kind of. Yeah, I was thinking more like he was kind of just a conglomeration and i'm not crazy i'm not a skeptic i'm not somebody who's like a doomsday prepper this was a very long rabbit hole of a conversation that i got in with one of my buddies when we were like three joints in but it really did get me thinking that like where did elon musk start he started making he made paypal didn't he like that yeah, was that like was his thing one thing yeah and then he, like how the fuck do you go from making something like paypal to making a car that drives itself how do you get that like wh- where's like where he definitely made steps steps but like where are the creators of venmo what are they doing well he just he's just an innovator he's just he's a guy that like that's what he does he creates and then but like 
I don't know. I and just... he, but but he doesn't just create just to create. He creates to try and better the good of humanity. That's think... why he wanted to make the electric car because he wanted to help rid. You know, he he wants to try and wean out the fossil fuel. I think I I love Elon Musk. Okay, this isn't me wanting this to happen. I just get a bad feeling from that guy. I get a bad feeling like he's gonna do something either super crazy, or he's already doing something even crazier. I mean, Neuralink's pretty fucking nuts. Yeah, but I support that one hundred percent. I think the second we start making cybernetic enhancements is the next step in evolution for us. See, okay, here's the thing. I feel like Joe Rogan doesn't understand what Neuralink necessarily is because I listen to the podcast with Joe, mm-hmm. and it seems like Joe really thinks Neuralink is like gonna be this connection between you and and like the internet where like you just know everything or like mm-hmm. it's like this it would be like more like that's you not and, like, ne- from Alexa. what from what Elon described what I got out of it was that it was more for like fixing you know spinal injuries mm-hmm. and like you can you can fix sight and you, can you can also f- listen to music through what he's doing but i don't know like i maybe i'm maybe i'm misinterpreting it that's just what i got out of it no that sounds pretty like they wanted to do a lot of crazy things i'm sure it will just become more and more in in advanced as it goes on yeah i don't think human bonding with like technology in the in the sense mostly of the mind Mm mm-hmm is a good thing. I think it's a wonderful thing. I think it's not. Could you imagine? I disagree with you on that. Could you imagine if you put something like in your lungs, or that made it so it replaced your lungs that you could just su- like have oxygen supplied to your brain? Okay, but how long? How far do you go before you lose your humanity completely? That's a that's a question I'm willing to find out. I I'm not. I mean, because that would that would go to prove a lot about what makes a person a person we don't know until we start digging at it we don't know until we it's like the boat conversation you know nobody's ever like you know that paradox where if you take it eat a piece of wood off that boat and replace it with a new piece of wood every day out of the year by the end of the year do you have the same boat you ever heard that what does eating it have to do with anything Wait, what? Did I say eating it? You said eat. Oh, you just take the you take the piece of wood and you throw it away and then you put a new piece of wood on there. Same color, okay. just a different piece of wood. By the end of it, the boat is completely rebuilt with different wood, but it looks the exact same. Is it the same boat or is it a different boat? What makes that boat that boat? I would say it's a different boat. I would say it's the same boat. I don't because you're you're talking about wood. Like you're not replacing your your brain with a new brain. You're replacing it with a computer. So if you now let me mm-hmm. let me change your thing. Mm-hmm. If you if you take a piece of wood away from the ship and you put a piece of metal, then it and starts, then you keep yeah. doing that. Now you have a metal boat. Mm-hmm. Is that a different boat? It is a different. It's a boat. different boat. Yeah. Now if you start adding technology, metal, fucking but wiring, is it still a boat to you? Are you still a human? Fuck no, you're, we don't know. you're an android. Because, like, if you take that piece of wood off and add it with a piece of metal, it might not be the same boat, but as long as it floats, it's a boat. Okay. So as long as I can feel emotion, I'm a human, right? If I have critical okay, thinking... Okay, but that's what I'm saying. How far does it go and before it's, you know, let's just take that away, too? I personally probably wouldn't mind that. 
Okay, well, you are a special kind of person because uh, <laughs> if if somebody who's willing to give up their emotion, their humanity, their feeling, I would probably. I, I think, think that's where a lot of people would like to see things go. Yeah, but I think they're fucking crazy and wrong for that. <laughs> You're wrong. No, I I would. I don't know. I guess I have a very like. I'm very science mind like. Whatever. Well, I am too, but I still think humans should be humans. It hasn't done us a lot of good. Okay, here's another thing. What is the what's the world made up of? Like what is the world run off of? A lot. Biology. It's like bio. It's a bio yeah, it's, sphere. Well, yeah. So like water, I would say, is a big thing. That runs the planet. In right. fact, that moves... We're like, a biosphere. Yeah. What's the point of it all if we're not bio ourselves? But that's the whole point. I think, in my mind, that's the whole point as to why. Have you ever heard that there's different levels of of existence? There's different creatures. So, and I might be kind of getting this swayed. There's, there's a lot of really good videos on YouTube for it. But there's level one creatures that are like like what like microorganisms would be or like fish at the bottom of the sea they have no control over their surroundings and they don't do anything to change themselves they basically just live to eat survive and reproduce and then there's like level two creatures which would be like us that can like mine and get fossil fuels and alter our terrain and stuff like that then there's like level three which can like alter like planets which is what we're becoming and like use planets for other resources and then there's like level fours that can use energy from their star to power everything um that's where we need to go. We need to start focusing on evolving. That's the whole point of humans is we're meant to evolve and change. But at the cost of humanity maybe like at of, of, of like a cost of I'm not saying like if I believed that I had a soul, I'm not saying that I would sell my soul to to I guess like evolve or grow but I'm not saying that I wouldn't either and if that were to be an option if if my soul were on the line between either evolving and bettering an entire thousands and thousands of generations fuck yeah I would I would soul's gone that's a little bit bizarre to me you're like I want you to leave my house I just don't (laughs) I disagree with it, but and that's fair. That's fine. I mean, we can disagree. Like, where would you? Where would you? Where do you think the human race can grow from here, without cybernetic enhancements? Because I think it's pretty limitless. I just think my point being, like, I'm okay with embracing technology and embracing, you know the cyber world Mm -hmm. but not combining with it not becoming one with it I know there's a lot of people who want that there's a lot of people who think that's a a good idea where we should go Mm -hmm. I disagree I think we need to remain separate entities but embrace it and become you know like let it help evolve us but we've been we've been adapting and growing with technology so much that it's so inevitable for us not 
to become intertwined with technology. I think that's a slippery slope. It is a very slippery slope, but I think it's a very necessary one. Why? Because it's either going to, one, really, really aid us in, like, like, could you imagine how far we could send astronauts into space if they never had to eat or drink anything? If we could make that a possibility for them? But what would be the point? It would be like a Hubble telescope, but instead we could make contact with anything that we saw. It wouldn't just be a picture. If we came across, like, a planet that was inhabitable, maybe it didn't have sustainable food for a while, but, but that wouldn't... what would be your motive? Exploration. You'd be... But... That's the whole motive as for... As why we want to okay, go Okay, so to... How, how are they not eating or... Oh, I don't know. It's not my job to figure out... By that point, you're basically saying that they're not human. Yeah. So why would a fucking android want to explore? Why would something that, not androids, why would something still that has no feeling, emotion, or sense of of wonder or discovery want to do any of that? There's no purpose to it if if they've lost all their humanity. But and I mean I don't necessarily think that humans will ever lose that edge, no matter how much technology you put in them. I don't know about that. There's there's always the next level. Yeah. But, I mean, we have to take a step in one way. But us mingling with... Tech- there's well, already if, people- I, if we have to take a step one way or the other, I'm taking a step back. I Look, all I'm saying is, like, there's people in Sweden that have chips in them, that have all of their, like, ID, social security number. I do not like that either. I love that. I hate it. I love it. Yeah, I love I the idea of that. of that. I love Neuralink. I love... I don't necessarily love China's like system as far as like how they have like have you heard that where they have like cameras yeah and like they monitor i why is that nuts it's a dictatorship kind of but the whole like the whole thing behind like us wanting to defund police or not us but like like people just in general i don't want to label us anywhere that we don't belong or do belong um they want to say well let's defund the police and then you're like okay well Look at this. Look at what China's doing over here. They're recording people's every movement. They are making it so if you do something super fucked up, like your credit score will be affected. It's harder for you to buy a house. Again, people don't want that either. Slippery slope. But like, I have it becomes very invasive, and it, like I get the concept of it, but then, yeah. but then when you start surrendering your val- like your your freedoms. It's you know, it's only a matter of time before they start just chipping away more and more. Like, you know. See, and I guess I don't get that either because like, when when does it not become enough? You know. And that's what we were talking about earlier with like the overcorrection thing. But like, I don't know. You I start don't... surrendering liberties, then it's just what what more. Surrendering liberties is kind of a funny topic to me. Like, it's always when people are like they're taking away my rights. And it's like, okay, I understand, yes, they are your rights, but, like, how integral to your everyday life is that to you? There are some, like, the second... More than you think. Yeah, and I agree. Like, there are some that obviously don't affect me, but, like, realistically speaking, as long as I have the ability to go outside, go to a job, earn money, and play video games, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, I'm very much... I mean, I think you don't... I think you think that because you've had it your whole life. You... 
I think if you lost your, you know, basic rights as an American, you would very quickly see how big they were to you. Yeah, but like... For example, you don't realize how much you use your thumb on your... Yeah, until it's Until gone. it's not there. Yeah. Then you realize, oh shit, I use that a lot. When you lose something... Let's just say you lose your your right of free speech. Guess what? You lose a lot of shit. Yeah, but nobody's gonna, like... Yeah. Freedom of speech and freedom it's of press huge. is press? huge. Freedom of press? As much as, the pre- as much as I hate the media, they should have every right to do that. But do you think... Now, here's my question. They should have every right to give you true and factual Typically, information. and that's the way it's supposed to be. And it should be. Now, here's my issue with when people say that, oh, I'm having my rights taken away. It's never... It's never fucking... They're trying to silence a media because they absolutely should be silencing more than a few medias. Uh, it's never that they're trying to... I don't agree with silencing the media. I believe in correcting the Yeah, like, it's never... But I'm saying, like, if they were to be taking away rights. Like, right? Like, if they were to do something, it's never, like, they're trying to shut up a media. They're not trying to get people to stop talking. When people are like, well, they're taking away my rights, is when we just want you to wear a fucking mask. Like, people throw around words like... Okay, but but here's why people say that, okay? Oh, yeah, I forget. No, I'm just kidding. No, let me just say this. It's because it's, like, again, it's a slippery slope. Once you start, like, uh, of course they're not going to just come out and be like, you know, we're going to take those guns away. They're going to make steps to getting to that point. You know, they're going to pass this legislation. They're going to pass this legislation. They're going to start with this. They're going to say, oh, we're just going to take away, you know, the automatic. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're just going to take away this. Oh, we're just going to take away this. Before long, you don't have anything left. Yeah, and that's just the gun analogy, but that's why people get up in arms about the mask thing because they're telling you you have to do something. When I thought this was the land of the free, we didn't we could do whatever we want. But when the government yeah. starts telling you you have to do this, that's when people start having issues. But I, you know, I'm not saying I have an issue with it or like there people shouldn't just be open to the concept. But the government shouldn't have to tell you. They should say, look, for the betterment of our brothers and sisters and our you know our society and our you know yeah but nobody papers, ain't nobody gonna give a fuck about that they don't already yeah if if, if people who are gonna wear them are gonna wear them people who aren't are, aren't so you just have to you have to come you know to people and say look we just want you to do this to help your neighbor that's what we want we're not telling you you have to cause that's just it like with a kid if you say you can't have that what's the kid gonna do I want that yeah. If you say to somebody, you have to do this, they're going to say, fuck no, I ain't doing that. You can't tell me what to do. You know? So if you come to somebody and say, look, we just want you to do this for a short amount of time. It'll help everybody. We want you to, you know, just look out for your neighbor, okay? Mm-hmm. People are going to respond way better than if they say, look, you have to wear that mask because I say so. Yeah, but, like, people have to remember that, like, we have an enforcer of rules and we have a government for a reason. Like, they can't hold our hand all the time. And in most cases, I would really prefer it if they didn't hold our hand the entire time. Like, I agree. I, I think that we, as Americans, are very, very, very spoiled. We are the most spoiled country in the so world. So you think we should have more? 
uh, like parenting essentially. I think when more disciplined government. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think when you look at people that scream and cry and plead that they are oppressed in America to have people like religions that study the Quran or something like that. It is um, or like places where they just don't have food or clean water within a mile of where they live. It's almost like like there are bigger issues and bigger governments out there that are doing such a shittier job to say that we're oppressed is almost a laughable thing to me. And hey. if people want to actually say like if like I don't know, I think our government is too lenient with us. Too lenient. Mm-hmm. Look at look at what I said earlier with Chaz and Chop and stuff like that. What more do you want? Mm. Put tell people. Okay, put okay, a but, fucking but mask you want to talk on. about oppression? The the countries that have the most oppression are the ones that have strict. Right, and I, I like I'm not I'm not saying I want them to enforce like religion and like certain forms of like thinking upon us. But if God damn it, if there's a pandemic going on, make those fucking people wear a mask. Disagree. And that's fine. I disagree. And that's fine. But I mean, that does work for some countries. Like, look at look at Sweden. But this isn't those countries. Look at Sweden. Sweden is a yeah. You know what Sweden? Wonderful did? country. You know they, what Sweden did? Yeah. They, Nothing. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. They went on like a, a had, fucking a no. month long quarantine. The whole country did. Well, who? A lot of those Scandinavian countries and a lot like I don't. I'm pretty fucking sure it was Sweden. Didn't do anything. They just they just went about their normal days. And guess what? Their numbers didn't. Do it like people died, people caught it, people died, but it didn't. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of the, a lot of other countries kind of took this thing very very seriously, but seriously enough to get rid of it within like. Mm, it's not no. It's not gone. Europe but is having a second wave of it now. Are you? I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of. I'm it I'm sick of it too. Fuck it. I don't know when people became so afraid to die. Also. Yeah. I That's agree. a different topic. That's a topic of morality, but like <laughs> it's like it comes down to it that like there is going to be a war one day, probably in our lifetime. I would almost be willing to bet there is going to be a war within our lifetime. Oh, for sure. Like a, a big one. We kind of need that to happen. We need some real struggle, but that's what I mean. That's what I'm implying. When I'm saying that I want the government to be more like that's why that's why everything seems so chaotic is because there's not real there's struggle. Not, yeah, there's no so real... So they're making this false struggle. And But when a time does come of real struggle like that, people won't be able to handle it. When a real pandemic comes around... Yeah, but that's people. You're, you're talking about the society as a whole. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about, like, America as a whole. Yeah, we so people say, are going to have to get strong again. They won't. We're okay, going... And then the weak die and the strong survive. And that's that's where it's got like in my mind America is so far from what we used you to either, stand for. I mean it, that's just it's just that's just how it is. You eat or get eaten. Yeah. That's kind of how life's always been. And so if if things get if shit hit, hits the fan and things get crazy, you know, then the weak better step up and get strong pretty quick, or mm-hmm. it's eat or get eaten. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's weird to think about. It's weird to think about like once you really start looking into like where our country is and where like the people's heads are it's like it's not a very 
bright looking future for America. No, but you gotta be optimistic. Because it does nothing to be... It does nothing to, to... I think pessimism is a more productive way of thinking than optimism. Okay, but it's not a... Again, this goes back to positivity, radiates positivity. I think if you're optimistic and positive and think, you know, the best think... of things, then that radiates that, and therefore, the more people who project that, then the positive things but I can also, come to fruition. I think, I think it needs both. I think you need to be pessimistic about what you're looking at and what you're trying to fix, but optimistic about the way you're trying to fix it. I am a very heavy pessimist, obviously. I think you can balance it. Yeah. But I think optimism is very important. Yeah, you're not going to get anything done without. If if I was, if somebody were just to be a pure because pessimistic optimism, person, they would never. They would be like, "Fuck it, I'm not going to do it. What I do isn't going to affect people." It's like people that don't want to vote. People that are like, "I'm not voting because my vote won't make a difference." Yeah, that's not very optimistic. It's all pessimism. But if they were pessimistic but optimistic, they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm going to vote. Probably won't make a difference, but gotta try." That's like in my mind where the. Pe- like the pessimism and optimism have to balance each other out and i think outside looking in you need to be pessimistic okay but i think i do think optimism drives um a want yeah, yeah drives people to better but i don't think there there isn't a want without realizing what the problem is and that's where that like negative thinking really comes into play is you need to be able to see these problems and to see how drastic these issues are before you make a change on them. I still think whatever it is, you need to remain positive and that way it'll radiate throughout the ether. Negativity reflects negativity. Alright, as deep as that was and as deep as we've been going, it's been a great conversation for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I did not think that this podcast would go in this direction. I, I didn't it was... either, but that's what these are for. Yeah. And we've gone a little long. That's great. That's fine. That's why I didn't stop it because mm-hmm. I knew we were having good conversations. I thoroughly enjoyed it. This might be one of the best podcasts I've done. I liked it a lot. I would like to come back on. No, absolutely. I would love to. Like, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I plan on having guests back, of course. Hear that? I'm the best you ever had, bitch. Hey, there's, o- there's only places to go up. So yeah. this is episode twenty, by the way. Not oh benchmark spot. Uh, twenty on the twenty. Oh yeah, yeah twenty. I didn't on the even 20. think about that. I was just thinking it, it's a good like you know we made it another yeah another 10. milestone for sure. So we're on the way up. I also want to get at some point get you and Asia on the podcast together. I think yeah, that, could be that dumb bitch could ever sit in one spot for long enough. No. So going, leaving all the time. Yeah. Um, Missed my birthday, by the no, way. I know. Fucking bitch. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Now, before we close it, I was gonna say this probably an hour ago, and it just... It just got... We yeah. got rolling on other stuff. How long have we been doing this for? It's... We, we're going about almost two hours. Nice. Yeah. Nice. This is gonna be the longest podcast I've done, too. So... I was going to say this a long time ago. I'm going to say it now. God damn it. How do I even like go into this? So, beyond all your 
rage childhood and craziness and all the shit we went through, all the, you know, madness, all the fights, all the yelling, the ups and the downs, this, that, and the other. What I will say to you is you became one of the funniest members of the family. <laughs> we, are, we are some pretty funny motherfuckers. I think, like, and I say this almost from a point of envy. You're very charismatic. You're very quick-witted. And I wish I had more of that. And I'm a little bit jealous of it. Ah, well, yeah, but I mean, like, that obviously had to come from somewhere, right? Sure, like, for you sure. gotta think that I grew but up. I just wanted to point that out and make that comment and compliment to you. Thank you. That you are quite funny, you're quite a character, and I think that you yourself should have your own podcast because I think you would actually be very good at it. I think, that would, I think it's something I've entertained. I just don't have the drive for it. Maybe, maybe. You know what? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. If I, I do have a think, podcast, I'll have you on it. I think you should stay guest. open to it. We obviously had a very good yeah. back and forth here. I think you could do that a lot. And I think you could have good solo podcasts as well. That's something, like, you have to have that energy. You have to have that, like, charisma. Yeah, you have to. Have I me. think you definitely have that. So. Yeah. I mean, I like what you're doing here. I like the setup. It's definitely more official than some of the other podcasts that I've been on. Um, I've, I think this is probably, like, my fourth appearance on a podcast. I mean, at this rate, I should probably just have my own, right? Um, there's, yeah, this is a very, a very good setup. I like what you're doing with it. I would love to come back on. It makes me want to do one of my own. Maybe I will. We'll see. Cool. And also, before we end, tell the shit yourself story. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> um, let's end on a high yeah, note. Yeah, let's end on a high note. Okay. So, I don't want to paraphrase this story. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tell you uh, in the full effect. Are you talking freshman year? I've never heard this story. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so uh, as we were talking about earlier in the podcast, I was very fat. I was fat up until about halfway through freshman year, uh, but I was very fat, very hefty boy. And um, first day of freshman year, I had long emo hair. I was very scared that I was going to be picked on, right? Because as you do as a fat kid in high school going in, but all was good. I had a girlfriend. And, you know, I was dressed up, ready to go. I had new shoes on, new jeans, new Jack Skellington shirt that I still have. I was looking at myself and, oh, they were, they were like cargo jeans. That's important to the story. They were very, like, brown, light brown jeans. And I was, uh, so I was standing outside. Well, not standing outside. I was standing in the living room. I was looking out the window and I was, like, looking at my phone and I was like, man, we're running kind of late. They probably, they have, I haven't gotten a text that they're on their way, anything like that. You know what? I'm going to savor this moment. I look good. I have a girlfriend that's on her way to pick me up. It's first day of freshman year. What could go wrong? I look out that window. I give a good exhale. And I'm like, I'm going to fart. I'm really going to bask in the moment. I creamed my pants so fucking hard. I've never shit more in my life. Right as soon as I do that, I'm like freaking out. I'm panicking. Right as soon as shit hits trousers. My girlfriend at the time texts me and she's like, hey, we're here. We're running late. My mom's not happy. We just have to go. Like, if you don't have anything, we got to go. And I can't take off my high top shoes and my pants and my underwear. Like, I can't do that. It's first day of freshman year. So I get in that car. I get in that car and 
the whole way I, I doused myself in cologne and i got in the car and the first thing that her mom says to me is oh my god and i was like oh here we go she's gonna know i shit myself and she's like how much cologne did you spray on yourself and i was like fuck okay we're good so we get to school as soon as we get there she drops us off and back i'm like okay perfect hey come here and i'm talking to my girlfriend and I'm like, look at my pants. Do you see anything on them? Is there anything? Because this was a creamy shit. There was no solid. There was no solidarity in this shit whatsoever. And she's like, yeah, you have a spot like right here. And so I was panicking. My brain was fucking exploding at this point. We go in, you literally. Got the car. I'd be like, no, sorry, can't go. <laughs> I was apparently the only day I've ever been dedicated going to school in my God. entire life. And keep in mind. For all of you that have gone to school in a relatively big school, first day of freshman year, you are shoulder to fucking shoulder with freshmen and going up and down crowded stairs. And you do not get a break to use the bathroom. At least I didn't until fourth period. Are you fucking kidding me? You walked around with shit in your pants for... Like loaded fucking diaper what shit. What is the matter with you? And... After school was over, I asked my girlfriend, I was like, hey, I shit myself today. Did you even, like, realize that? And she's like, no. And I was like, what was on my pants this morning then? And she's like, oh, you had, like, like something on your belt. Apparently, nobody knew I shit my pants that day. I asked everybody. I had one of my friends walking up the stairs behind me, and like I said, shoulder to shoulder, their nose had to have been maybe a thumb length distance away from my ass. And now you know why I dropped out of high school. <laughs> Just kidding. What are you? <laughs> oh, dude, it was the worst day of my year. How could you... I don't understand. I don't either. You went more than an hour? Yeah, I threw my with other... shit in your pants. Yeah. You went eight hours. It basically was... I didn't go eight hours. You went a full school day. No, uh, fourth period, so half a school Still. day. Still. Four hours with shit pants. That's class That's sitting down... Oh, God, you're disgusting. You're you're insane. Shout out to Levi Jeans though for not leaking that shit out the back. You're this is also else. another reason I wear uh, um, boxer briefs. Good call. I wear boxer briefs because as much as that was for the un- next time when you shit your pants. Yes, and I have shit my pants a lot. I have a ton of shitting my pants. I can stories. say that I have safely not done that. Well, ever. Uh, we uh, next time I'm on this podcast, I'll tell you about the time I shit my pants seven times. I'll tell you about day. the time that I almost shit my pants. I'll be good one. So we'll save those for next time. Yeah, next time. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on. Happy birthday to yeah, you. Thanks for having me. And don't forget, life's a garden. Dig, Dig it. it.